to the John Age Project. Trust no one. Trust no one. Trust no one. You found it. You're here. You're headlong down the runaway train that is the Anomic Age. I'm your host, John H. Thanks for being with us today on the program. AnomicAge.com. PayPal.me forward slash AnomicAge. Patreon.com forward slash AnomicAge as well if you so desire. If you want to spread a little Christmas cheer. <clears throat> if you just want to... Throw a little support to a show that's been here almost three years now. That'd be great. In case anybody was wondering, I've been uh, pretty darn ill here for about two weeks. So that's why you haven't seen me, nor the show in any form or fashion out in about two weeks. So that's it. I'm still not 100%, but at least I can speak, so that's positive. Nothing will stop a show from going out... Uh, Quite like not being able to speak for three or four days and then after that having uncontrollable coughing fits for the next three. So that's really where I've been at. So um, that's that. We're at December 17th, 2021. Here today, people. So let's get right down into it, shall we? I've been thinking about this for a bit as far as a show topic and there's so much out there just perpetually that some things just kind of get swept under the rug or lost in uh lost in the mosh so that it is but if the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the people that he didn't exist i might submit to you that the greatest trick the new world order has ever pulled is Convincing you that you don't exist. Or I suppose more aptly, <clears throat> convincing you that uh, you're just not that important. You're not that important at all. <clears throat> and it's been an ongoing thing for a while now. Let me grab a little water. Because my throat's already starting to do that thing it does. So fun. And I could get into the uh, the big psyop that is our current reality, but let's get into, I guess, some of the smaller scaled psyops. Just cut my hair yesterday, so it's got a lot of those hairs, you know, that I get to. Anyway, the greatest trick the New World Order global satanic death cult pedophile filth has ever pulled is definitely convincing us that we're not that important. You see, if you look at this through that old nesting dolls lens, which I so often do, you could put COVID in there and the sham that's our current reality down as that sort of preeminent false flag psyop. But I think before that psyop can really be fulfilled and fully recognized and actualized, <clears throat> You've got to convince the people that they're not that important. 
in in essence that they don't exist. I mean, they don't exist as as godly entities put forth by a creator. And that's what's been going on for several centuries now. If you look at the 1859 Darwin publication, yeah, mechanisms of natural selection for the favored races, favored races. You see, that's kind of part of it. They have to draw that dividing line and create the haves and the have-nots between the favored races and those that are not favored. And once they've done that, they can whittle away and then further compartmentalize different groups of people. While that common thread runs through this whole thing, convince the people that they're not people, they're not fully created humans by a creator, but that they are just kingdom and Amelia, right? And it's something that's often overlooked, and I don't think often talked about quite enough, but that's one of those, those key things. If you look at that old uh, binomial nomenclature from Carl Linnaeus, and then you look at 1859 on the origin of species, Darwin, <clears throat> it was going on a little bit before that, but make no mistake, that was the death knell, if you will, by... Uh, getting the scientific elite, the technocratic elite, to go along with the sham. And then by infusing that through the cult of academia, their priest classes, class, classes rather, their priest classes through the cult of academia and the technocratic elite, then for um, about, uh, about two centuries ago, almost, because it started before the 1859 thing, make no mistake. It started a little bit before that with Lamarck and some other folks. But it really got its legs, pun intended, with Darwin. And that's not coincidence, happenstance, or anything else, but enemy action. It's enemy action, people. So you could trace the roots of this whole thing to right about then. Because that's when it began to be promulgated within the priest class and then uh, divvied out to the slaves through the cult of academia. So that's where we are. So several generations later, as a people, we do not have, and I say we, because there are folks like myself and perhaps you that do see this parallel, but for the most part, the people just sort of buy the pablum and don't question it anymore. And that's a gradual process. That's that's sort of time-worn frog in the pot. Just keep warming it up. Yeah, after several generations, you no longer question the pablum. You no longer question the ministry of truth and what they're telling you. You just take it at prima facie that you are an animal. Yeah. Kingdom Animalia, Order Primates, Genus Homo, Species, sapien, sapien. We don't question it anymore. So we're no longer the, the humans put on earth by God. I mean, I've said that three times. I hope you're getting this. Because it seems subtle enough. It seems easy enough. It doesn't seem to be a very big deal. But when you put that as that common thread for several generations, well over a century and a half now, I hope it becomes clear why that's important. What doesn't seem important at the time, several generations later, it becomes important. You see it as important then. 
if you got those day live glasses on because right now they convinced everybody that you're not that important. Remember that? You're not essential. They've convinced everybody you're not that important. You don't really need to go to your job. They've convinced everybody your kids aren't that important because we've aborted well over 60 million here domestically alone. They've convinced everybody, once again, your kids aren't that important because, well, you'll let them shoot them up with any kind of vaccine known to man. With the, I think, 88 Vaccine Act, they just sort of absconded any sort of repercussions from that. So you don't care about them either. And they've convinced you that grandma and granddad, mom and dad, well, hell, they're not that important either because you can't go see them in a nursing home. And you don't see that much of a stink being raised about that. Or you didn't when this when this debacle began over a year ago. They've convinced you of it all. It's no big deal to work as a slave wage for foreign banks because we got the 1913 Federal Reserve Act. So you're not that important again either. Now are you? You've allowed people to steal from you. Well, you're not that important either unless you're in a protected class because all the protected classes have protected class clubs and memberships that you can't be a part of. Because remember, you're not that important. You're just trash, right? So they convinced you that none of this is important. God's not that important either, right? We've taken him completely out of school in the early 1960s. No, no, it's not that important. Having congressionally approved wars, well, that's not important either after World War II, is it? Because that's the last one that we got any congressional approval for. Now, just on the whim and dictates of these dictators, well, we send troops over here, we send troops over there, we drone strike here, we drone strike there. And if that's not enough for you, we further convinced you that your business isn't that important either. Making your own money, having your own living wage, being an independent, self-sufficient entity from the state, not important. Because remember, you're not a officially approved store, so you don't get to have your nail salon, tanning salon, gym, barbershop, or otherwise. Because <clears throat> they decide. So it started out small enough. But check out the ramifications, folks. Take a hard, long, cold look at where we are. And I think you'll be able to see that ever-so-present common thread running all the way back to where it began. And if we want to get specific, it didn't really begin there either. Now, did it? It began, it began excuse me, with something far more nefarious, something far more evil. Evil being the operative word. It began with evil. It began with the darkness. It began... With the dark one, it began with the snake, it began with the serpent, it began in the garden. So if you want to trace it all the way back to its nefarious, dark, satanic, occult roots, well, I believe there you found it. <clears throat> you see it surfaces in different forms. It surfaces at a a dictator, a serial killer, a oppressor of sorts in various forms or fashions. 
throughout history of man, throughout time. This is just the most recent incarnation of it, the most easily traceable in my humble opinion. That 1859 publication and the, the convincing of you that you're not important. You're not important at all. Why, you're just an animal. Well, if you're an animal, how can you be any different than uh, just cattle? Well, you can't be, I guess, under, under chattel slavery, now can you? But they flipped the script on us, people. Not only have they convinced us all that we're not essential, we're not important, of course, because we're just animals. But they've also convinced us all that we're not in a war. We're not in a conflict of any sort. Because they've redefined warfare. They've redefined the conflict. You see, they've put the onus of being at conflict with someone as being anyone who resists the oppression by the oppressor. See, if you resist and fight back, then you're now defined as a terrorist. You're now defined as a dissident. You're now defined as a vaccine denier, a COVID denier, a truther, a conspiracy theorist. So if you resist being raped by global satanic death cult pedophile filth, well, you're the victimizer. You're, you're resisting the oppression. You are the oppressor somehow in this bizarre world satanic death cult where everything is the opposite and inverse of what reality actually is. Well, that's part of the plan. It's part of the psyop. It's part of the game. That's the name of the game. Old Sex Pistols song. I'm not an animal. Animal. It's funny. There's so many things I've looked back at that. <laughs> 1977. Never mind the bollocks. Sex Pistols record. Widely regarded as, as I suppose, quite juvenile and just rebellious for the stake, uh, for the for the sake of rebellion, I suppose. But if you really look at those lyrics and how young they were, I don't know if that's uh, a very accurate statement. Because the more I look at some of this very simplistic stuff, the more it rings true, and the more it it becomes clear and has a, a kind of prescient purpose to our current reality. Maybe that's just me. But, uh, yeah, I'm concurring with John Lydon. Old Johnny Rotten, I'm not an animal, no. Not a bit. <clears throat> and the sad thing is that they've convinced us all that we are. We've gone along with every form, fashion, and faction of oppression in the last almost three years now. And at what cost? What has it gained us? What have we gotten out of all this except more oppression? There's a little meme I keep seeing online. Um, oh, man, I'm, I'm blanking on the guy's name, and he was a guest on a long time ago. But the, the picture's on an overpass. Somebody spray-painted that this phrase. Let me see. You can't comply your way out of tyranny. Yeah. Well, ain't that the truth, folks? You see, the general public has been indoctrinated with the technocratic elite and the priest class's uh, cult of academia for so long, they've somehow missed the memo. But then again, they don't get any history anymore either, now do they? So it's not really all that surprising that they missed the memo. <clears throat> Just like they somehow missed the memo that you have to actually fight back when you're being raped and oppressed by 
dictatorial scum. They missed the memo that you shouldn't sacrifice your children to Moloch. You shouldn't readily run to the altar of Moloch to have them murdered. You see, in much the same way that they've redefined everything else, we've redefined murder as just a procedure via abortion. And we've redefined murder because it's not murder if you don't see it. Unless you go up to somebody with the forty-five and just blow their head off, and you see the brain matter, blood, and otherwise spraying out the side of their skull, well, that's not murder. If you, unless you see that, well, it's not murder. It's different. It's, it's not the same. <clears throat> so by that judgment, I mean, if you just feed somebody a little bit of cyanide here and there for a few days and they just die, you didn't murder them. They just died. That's how twisted up and screwed up the mentality of the general public is. Because they can't sort of see the forest for the trees. They can't connect the horse to the carriage, apparently. They can't seem to figure out that, that if, you, if you partake in the Moloch sacrificial communion, and you happen to perish a few days later, it's not happenstance, nor coincidence, or otherwise. It is enemy action. That's it. It's, it's enemy action, people. That's it. So it's no different if somebody comes up to you and pulls a forty-five and puts the barrel right up to your brain stem and pulls the trigger. That's no different. It might look more grotesque and gruesome, but it is no different than if somebody... Puts a little arsenic in your food every day for a couple days. Or if somebody shoots you up with a, a lethal dose of whatever drug cocktail to kill you, a la Kevorkian. I've thought about that a little bit recently. It's kind of almost sickeningly humorous. There was this huge stir with Kevorkian about 30 years ago because he was killing people. <clears throat> The sick thing is he was killing people that actually wanted to die. Do I agree with it? Do I agree with the old euthanasia thing? No, not really. But we can't seem to see the parallels nor connect the dots, now can we? We can't see the parallels between that doctor and the one that's currently seen as our benevolent, loving leader. Can't see them. Just can't see those connections. And it's uh, a very clear connection, much akin to the one I've already drawn for you, in my humble opinion. So, folks, I'm going to leave it right there today. Let's give you a little food for thought. Little things to chew on, perhaps. Until next time, I hope and dearly pray that I will be here. And be putting out another show, two or three maybe even, before the Christmas season is fully upon us and before the, the dreaded New Year is here. You can't do everything, but you can do something. The power rests in you, people. It really does. Be safe out there. I'll be seeing you sooner than later in the Anomic Age.
Thank you for listening to The Anomic Age, a John Age project. For past shows, further info, and to comment, go to anomicage.com. That's A-N-O-M-I-C-A-G-E.com. Till next time, thank you for listening to The Anomic Age. Thank <laughs> you.